interesting trying to get everybody to come on, especially like to try to get you to come on because um, I know it was, I knew you were very difficult to get to being on media yourself. So it wasn't uh, it wasn't something that we were like thinking like we held out hope that you would actually do it. Oh heck no! I love I love podcasts, man. <laughs> oh, do you really? listen to? Yeah, I only listen to podcasts. Like when I'm out mowing my lawn and driving my car. Oh and yeah, I'm always looking for stuff to listen to. Oh well. And listen to ours. <laughs> I am. I'm to you. Um, top of the list. <laughs> so, uh, if you can move that just a little bit closer. A little closer. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, we're already kind of we're already kind of recording. Excellent. So, um, we're here with Cody Stark of CBS. Hi. <laughs> um, CBS Good Day Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, BJ, you want to go right ahead? Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about how you got started with the news. Uh, I, you know, I backed into this like nobody's business. Like <laughs> when they go, you know, like schools will go, hey, will you come talk to us about how you got into television? And I'm like, you don't want me to do this. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, this is a true story. So I, I grew up in rural Alabama, like rural Alabama. It's oh, like, wow. it's called McCalla. And there's like twice as many people as there were cows. You know, it's like 500 cows and twice as many cow- people. And uh, I never, you know, when I watched television, nobody looked like me and nobody sounded like me. Yeah. So you had southern accents, everybody talked like this, and where I'm from. And the people on television, you know, they all looked perfect, and they were all skinny, and they all had <laughs> Midwestern non-accent accents. You know, I just never thought that that was something I could wow. do. Uh, and then when I was in first grade, my first grade teacher, she kept up with how many books she would read. And I read 1,114 books, and I lost my accent. No. It's crazy. Yeah, so all these people I grew up with were like, you talk funny. And I'm like, I, I, no, I you talk at, funny. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> so when you read proper English, it, when that when you're that young, you lose your accent. That's trippy. So now I've got no accent, so I'm wandering around. So I'm going to Auburn University, and uh, I flunked out because I didn't have enough money. And uh, I guess they wanted the checks not to bounce. That's you know? true. And I went to this small community college down in South Alabama, and I was taking a PR class, and the teacher said, you're really funny, you should be a DJ. And she goes, you got a nice voice, you know, you don't have an accent for a guy from Alabama, you should be, you should be a DJ. And I said, ah, oh, DJs are obnoxious, I don't want to do that. She goes, no, 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 there's a guy with a small AM radio station in Foley, Alabama. Now, I'm, I'm living in Mobile at the time. And Foley, Alabama is like 10 miles from uh, Gulf Shores. So okay. it's like right there on the beach. beach. I'm like, yeah. okay. Yeah. You know? So I go down there, and a very nice man gives me this job. I have no idea what I'm doing, and he gives me this job. And it was, like, it was like a Craigslist on radio. It was called the Trading Post. <laughs> and for four hours. He what, would, time? what time of the day? Oh, it was like, uh, it was like noon, uh, 9 to noon. And okay. then we did another one 2 to 5. That's not bad. Yeah. That's not, okay. And so basically, I would just sit there, and people would call in. And they'd go, "I got a fridge for sale." And I go, <laughs> "I go, okay, what kind of refrigerator is it?" And they go, "Well, it ain't a refrigerator; it's a fridge, you know." And, and so I would interview them about it, and not knowing what I was doing. It was really the greatest, like teaching I would listen lesson. to that. I would so listen. It was to that amazing. Just for the ludicrous stuff. It was it was the worst, but yet the best radio you ever hear. Like people would call up and go. I got chi- I get chickens for sale, and I'd have to say, 
sorry, we can't sell poultry, poultry. on the air. <laughs> they would argue with me. They're like, I ain't got poultry. I got chickens, man. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> You and your college education. So I did that for like six months, and I was moving to England. I was dating a British girl. My life is weird. but yeah. it, so awesome. You British met a girl. British girl in Alabama? No. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> See, I, I, I'm all over the place. In the that's story. all right. That's all right. I used to be a Jungle Cruise skipper, that, and that's where I met the oh British Oh, my girl. gosh. <laughs> we'll get back that. to that. So the, the guy at the radio station was like, hey, he goes, if you work with me through Christmas, I'll send your tape up to my buddy in North Alabama who owns a TV station. He goes, you're really funny. You should be a weatherman. And I told him, I said, the only people I have less respect for than DJs is weather people. So I, I moved to England. You're like I worked, falling upward. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's so ridiculous. So I, um, I moved to England after I, I worked for him as long as he needed me to work. And I you know, turned my notice and I moved to England. And this guy kept calling my parents' house in North Alabama and they were like trying to get a hold of me. My parents didn't like for the fact that I was living. I was never coming back. I was yeah, yeah. Back. And so I finally called the guy. His name is Lincoln Williams. And I said, Mr. Williams, who are you looking for? And he goes, oh, yeah, you come highly recommended. And I said, well, thanks. And he goes, um, so I, I don't have an on-air job, but I know you like those funny feature stories. So I would take my audio recorder out and do feature stories and nice. on the radio when I had a chance. And he goes, they're very funny, and I think a smart guy like yourself, I'll give you a camera, and you can go out and do them funny stories. But I don't have a job per se. I have a teleprompter. Teleprompter, job. yeah. And you can start there. But a smart guy like yourself could, you know, work your way up. I said, okay. And I, he says, well, can you come in for an interview on Thursday? And I said, and this is like Tuesday. <laughs> and I said, no, I was like, Mr. Williams, I'm sorry, I'm in London. And he goes, London, Kentucky? <laughs> no, no, not that one. The so, other one. Yeah. The one it's so, named after. Literally, I flew back and got this teleprompter job and then. One year and two months later, I was the news director of people that I ran the teleprompter for. Wow. It was like the weirdest, <laughs> dumbest, should not happen kind of thing. Don't tell children this is how to do your career. You know? Right. But it just kind of fell into it. And, then, you know, it's kind of fun, you know. <laughs> now I do weather and I host and I do live shots and, you know, ADD. It's all over the place. That's awesome. Yeah. You've actually, uh, what, was your, what's your, what was your favorite segment that you've done, segment that you've done? Segment that I've done. Okay, I got a good one for you. So at one point, I was in Kentucky, and I was, I would, they would give me a camera and a car and just let me drive, right? And then just drive until you find a story. So one day, I was driving down this little ro- lonely country Kentucky road, and I'm going down the road, and I'm, I'm late to get back to the station. I'm really tired, and I see this sign on this guy's mailbox, and the sign says, Cream Candy, It's Good. <laughs> Now, you two know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so I see the sign, and I get to, like, four houses down, and I'm like, oh, damn it, what does it mean? <laughs> so I can tell both of you would have stopped, too. Oh, I, would have, so, I would have turned around and knocked so on this door. I did. I, I stopped the car, and I turned the car around, <laughs> knocking the, you know, the door, and this guy creaks open the door. And he looked like Gollum. I swear to God. <laughs> he was bald and he had pointy little ears and he's missing a bunch of teeth and stuff. And I said, sir, I'm, I'm sorry to, to bother you, but you had a sign underneath your, you know, your mailbox. It says, cream candy, it's good. Why do you have a sign? And he goes, looks at me with this toothless grin. And he goes, because it is good. <laughs> and I was like, damn it. <laughs> so I go back, get my equipment and stuff. And we sit down. And he starts telling me the story. And he goes, my daughter makes this cream candy. 
and it's basically sugar and cream. I mean, that's that's all it is in it. He goes, it's so good. I tell her she should be selling it all over the place. And I said, yeah. And he goes, and he goes so, well, this is my, my Nike Just Do It campaign. And he goes, you wouldn't believe the idiots that stop and ask me about this sign. And I'm like, yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah, I would. <laughs> right here. <laughs> so I do this whole story, and I wait to the very end to try it. You know? So I wrap it up. Like for WBKO, I'm Cody Stark, and I put the candy in my mouth. And I smile and I go, I'll be damned. It is it's good. good. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. Really is that why he was toothless, essentially? I mean, Probably. Well, I'm sure. <laughs> it tasted like, I don't know how she congealed it. I don't want to know. But it was basically sugar and cream and somehow in some sort of hard yeah. form, you know. <laughs> it's probably like in that, uh, that Sean Connery movie when they're trying to find the cure for cancer. And it's just a bunch of like old ladies in the back, like it's spitting into spitting. the cup. What's the, what's the name of that movie? Damn, I always no, do I that. I can't remember. Anyway, we don't movie. remember, but I know what you're talking about. So that's how I get started. It's uh, it's a ridiculous, horrible story, and I should never repeat that to kids. It's, it's <laughs> pretty, need to go it's to pretty funny. They need to study. Right. Um, you actually did a segment at uh, at my daughter's school. Okay. Uh, uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, it was for the fashion show. Oh, yes. <laughs> so you were there, and I, I wanted to catch you, but I couldn't get out of work in uh-huh. time to, to catch you there. Um, but if you look back on the video, my daughter is the one facing the other direction and not paying attention <laughs> to the fashion show. <laughs> He's so great. So they, they made fashion stuff out of recycled materials. Right. And then, like, we're covering this, right? And it was so great. The kids look great. All, I mean, clearly the parents put some time into this. <laughs> and, uh, and you all should have got A's, parents, because you did a fine job. I, I feel like when I'm doing projects with my son, I'm like, what, we got a B? We yeah, got a B? It? Is that, that was <laughs> a I'm calling that yeah. teacher up right now. <laughs> we worked hard on that. But uh, they're all dressed up so cute. And then they, to do the fashion show, they turn the lights off. And then they had, like, this crazy runway music. And these are, like, you know, how old's your kid? She's uh, four. Four, yeah. So they're four to six years old. That would freak and a four-year-old like, out. Oh, no, they gave them flashlights, and they're, like, shining the flashlight like it was a rave, man. It was so fun. It was Were so they passing fun. pacifiers around and yeah, glow sticks? Everybody needed water. <laughs> Where's that cream candy? <laughs> Yeah, if you go back, if you go back on the video, uh-huh. she's the only one facing the other yeah, the, way. <laughs> and the only to the one. Teachers like Aww. reprimanding her in the yeah, background. Yeah, yeah. The teachers like turn around, turn around. You can see her like <laughs> teachers like doing the, the swirly thing, and I'm like, yep, that's my daughter. That's I can't, a wait, girl. can't wait to tell Cody that story. <laughs> that's my girl. Oh, that's um, so much fun. You, uh, your are panel that you just hit, did here at uh-huh. the expo. Um, you were talking about the the CW um, CW shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I found you on on, on Twitter. Uh, we subscribed from our from our podcast, the uh, the Cody Flash Mob. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I kind of want to talk about a little bit right now about your thoughts on Flash so far, and then move into the other shows like Arrow okay, cool. and uh, and Legends uh, of Tomorrow. So I love genre TV. I mean, I love TV. Like I, I'm probably on the wrong side of television because I mean, like <laughs> local news. But the other side of television, I am fascinated by. I, mm-hmm. I have terrible insomnia, so I watch everything. And Fall is like my World Series. Oh, yeah. I, am so, I love to sample all the shows. I like to be the guy that knows, oh, you got to watch this. If you like this, you like that. You know, I watch all these British shows. I'm watching Korean soap operas. <laughs> I mean, I watch everything. Man. 
So uh, when when Arrow came on, we were talking about the panel. I remember they were like, "Oh, Arrow," and nobody was really excited about it. Yeah. And uh, and I and I because I'm such a nerd. I like to get the pilots whenever I can. So the sales staff upstairs will slip me the pilots so nice. I can watch them because they know I'll start talking about it. And I got the aero pilot, and I was like, this is awesome. You know, and I was like, this is going to be great. And everybody's like, whatever. And <laughs> we actually have a hallway where they would put CW shows, like they'd blow them up at the Oh, the posters? Yeah, yeah. And I used to call it the Hall of Canceled Shows because... <laughs> You know, every third show would be canceled on CW back in the day. Yeah. But when Arrow came on, you know, it's like, what do you say? We got something, you know? And and then when they decided to spin off The Flash, I was so excited because it's bright. Barry Allen is, is like what I always imagined I would be if I had those powers. I wouldn't be, like, brooding, oh, I'm so weird and different. Yeah. I'd be like, holy crap, I can run really fast. You know? <laughs> now they give me a treadmill and I can go back in time. Yeah. You know? I, would, I, would be, I would be obnoxious about it, you know? I'd be yeah. like, you know where I'd go? I'd be like, you need something? Zoom, you know, zoom, right back. Zoom back. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was so excited about it. And so I, I said to my friends and stuff, and people watch my show, and I'm like, hey, I'll live tweet it. And we'll do a hashtag Cody Flash Mob, and, and I'll watch the show with you. Because the problem that's going on right now is that we're taping everything. Yeah, which is great. DDR, everything. Yeah. yeah. But it's great for time-wise, but, you know, for advertisers, we have, we have ratings called Live Plus One, which is, you know, live, you're watching it, and they'll give you, like, a day to watch it, and you'll right. get credit for it. Right. And there's Live Plus Five, and there's Live Plus Seven now, or something crazy. There's certain adjust to it, but... I was like, what if we could get everybody together and watch it together like time. we used to? Yeah. You know? I mean, like, you know, we, who shot JR? We all sat oh down and gosh. watched it. Oh, my gosh. I remember that. Yes. My parents did that. Everything stopped. <laughs> and then the next week, everybody was talking about it, you know? Yeah. And so we don't get a chance to do that anymore. Thank you, Internet. we're all watching it weird times. Right. Yeah. So I thought, well, okay, we'll do this one show, and it'll be fun. And, and it was. It was an absolute blast. And so now we're, we're trying to pick... You know, we'll keep doing Flash, but we try to pick another show. So we Walking did uh, Dead, Crazy Game of Thrones. Oh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, yeah. yeah. And it was so much fun. We were live tweeting that, and Rachel Bloom would tweet with us. And, oh, that's and they've so been, cool. The whole staff has been great. They all know that we're doing it, and they play with us and stuff. And that's so that's awesome. been kind of fun. So that was the idea behind that was to just to get a big group together. And even though we're not together, we are. You know, we're having conversations, and it's all well, live. Going CW's on. becoming a total DC show. They just picked up uh, Supergirl, right? Yep. Did that? Yep. So now Monday through Thursday, we get to watch comic book shows yep. every night. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and when they start crossing over, <clears throat> that's going to be unbelievable. Like, could you imagine those four shows? And they're talking about that they're going to do a big crossover in, in December. Yeah, I think it's going to be insane. Oh my god, it's going to be insane. I can't wait. Yeah, so Supergirl's on Monday, Flash's on Tuesday, Wednesday is going to be Arrow, and Thursday is going to be Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, w- just real quick, what do you think of uh, Legends? Love it. Yeah. I love it. I, I, it was one of those shows like... It's like a mashup. Yeah. And when they, when they first brought out, they said, oh, this is going to be a mid-season kind of thing, and they sent the promos around, I made everybody watch it. Yeah. Like, yeah. everybody. It was obnoxious. Like, I was like, you got to see this. This is going to be great. It's going to be robots and time travel. And, and uh, everybody at work was like, why? What is wrong with you? And I'm like, this is going to be the greatest thing ever. And so it came out, and it was fun, and it's light. In the middle, I kind of lost it for a little bit because I'm so busy. And then yesterday, I had to iron shirts because I'm a big TV star. So... <laughs> So I've got, like, this pile of laundry, like, you would not believe. So my wife keeps going, oh, iron this, you know. And so I've, I watch eight episodes That's in a row. Way, That's how you do it. And so. it was so much fun because they're, 
it, it's just light enough where, like, if I watch, I love Sons of Anarchy. Okay, yes. I love oh, yeah, it. Yeah, but I cannot show. watch more than four episodes in a row without my brain starting telling me to do bad things. Kind of like with Breaking Bad, <laughs> yeah. it's the same way. Exactly. Yeah, the yeah. same way with it. It's like, I can watch four in a row, but after like, that, okay. I'm thinking about, you know, making some illegal meth drugs and, you know, <laughs> in my RV I need to go kill back. somebody. <laughs> so it was just perfect. Like, I zipped through them, and it was just so light and, and, and fun, you know. And that's what I like about The Flash so much is that it's just fun, you know. It's not too heavy. It's got a little bit more serious this season, but... It's it's not so heavy that I it depresses me after I watch like five. Right, I think I think the, I think the most important thing that you said was that you're a big movie TV star and you were ironing your own shirts, oh, yes. which is bad for me because I hate doing the laundry. So if the <laughs> if if the lady hears this one, she's going to be like. The guy on TV is ironing his own damn shirt. So, can't <laughs> so even do why laundry. don't you? Exactly. <laughs> well, so thanks for that one, Cody. Well, ed- that's the beauty part about editing. So we'll, we'll, we yeah, exactly. That out. <laughs> but, we also preference that I, I am on good day weekends. You know, so, so you know, <laughs> I'm the TV star. You know, I do get paid to be on TV. But there you I, go. I still have to iron my own clothes. But still, she's going to be like the guy who gets paid to be on TV does his own laundry, and you can't switch them. But let me tell you this: <laughs> this is what you learn. If you if you volunteer to do the ironing, your wife won't complain that you're watching eight straight episodes <laughs> <laughs> of a goofy television show. There's a payoff, yeah, in other words. <laughs> um, so I, I know you said uh, you, you started this with the Arrow that because that's that was their big thing before mm-hmm. the Flash, and I, I have to ask you because we've said this on the podcast before, and you'll probably hear it. What's your opinion on the on the flashbacks? Um. I, I think we've done it. I think we've done it. I think uh, we don't need to do it anymore. You know, it was the first season. It was cool. Yeah, it made sense. Yeah, and the second first, season, like, yeah. First at this point, we're gonna have to flash back to what happened like 15 minutes before. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Felicity, remember that time we went and got those hot dogs? Yeah, that was like 10 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah let's think about that again. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a wig on. I think I'm like I'm almost caught up. I think I'm like one episode behind, mm. and I, 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 I couldn't go back to it because I was so tired of the flashbacks. But yeah. now it's towards the end of the season, so I'm like, all right, I got to catch up. The last episode I watched, the flashbacks literally last like 10, 15 seconds. Yeah, I'm like, they're what the really hell? super yeah. quick. Like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, just just edit it out. Yeah, just take it out because like at this point in time, you're just like you're trying to find what's going on now and telling a secondary story in. 15 second increments. Yeah. Well, they'd have to finish the flashbacks. We talked about this by la- next year because he was only on the island five years and we're almost five seasons in. So yeah. they got to stop at some point. But he's come back to the city like four times already. <laughs> <laughs> like he checked his mail. He went to go get his mail at the forwarding address already. Went back to the island. That's true. That's so true. And then, you know, he's still, they said this season it was going to be lighter. And then they dropped a nuclear bomb in a small town. <laughs> and I was like, that's killed. DC's version of lighter. Yeah, it really is. They <laughs> kill they kill Black Canary, which would be the fifth person that comes back later. <laughs> yeah, right. And yeah, get a bl- and get a bloodlust. Like, <laughs> that, that, that little nuclear bomb thing I just can't get over with. I was like, yeah, it was crazy. I thought you were going lighter, man. Yeah, oh. yeah they only killed ten thousand people yeah, instead yeah. of the instead Millions. of what would have happened. Dixon. That's yeah. what they did. Yeah, they exactly. Dixon. Thanks a lot. So the 
uh, going back to your background, I'm jumping jumping back a little bit. A flashback. I, flashback. Yeah. yeah, this is a flashback. This is my arrow flashback that is is going to last longer than 15 I, I'm seconds. I'm now wearing a wig. <laughs> a mullet. Sidebirds. Yeah, sidebirds. And a you're, mullet. Picture yourself. And you got your accent pic- back. <laughs> picture yourself in London. Um, I, so I went on your IMD page, mm-hmm. IMDB page. I have an IMDB page? Yeah, you, oh, you do. Okay. And I found something, and I don't know if this is actually true. But did you do something called the new Hoosier Millionaire? I did. <laughs> I did. Yes. Okay. So Hoosier Millionaire is like the big spin here, you know. So it's a statewide lottery game show, and it was a it was one of those scratcher off things, and they did it for like fifteen years, or maybe twelve years, and then my station bought the station, and and so my GM was talking to them and didn't want to pay as much money for what they were paying. They would make, like, gobs of money hosting this thing. This guy, Mark Patrick, very funny guy. And he was hosting and stuff. And then one day my boss came up to me and said, oh, yeah, you're going to do it. And I was like, oh, okay. And uh, and then, of course, it was me and Kat Sadler and a guy named Tony. And Tony was, like, the voice announcer. And, go, mm. and coming up, Cody Stark and Kat yeah, Sadler yeah, yeah. with blah, blah. <laughs> and, uh, and somehow they worked it out so that all three of us got paid exactly the same, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Tony had, like, a, a script. I'm sorry, I hate the thing. Uh, he had a script, and he would read up the script. And then Kat, who's now on E, she's, like, a big star on E. Nice. She would do this. <laughs> And she would clap. That was basically what she would do. If she got oh, paid Cody. just as equal. So that's exactly. Equal pay, okay. Now, I'm from <laughs> Alabama. This is all taped live. This is like a million dollars somebody could win. I had to do the math in my head while trying to host a show <laughs> and be pleasant and congenial, all right? This was a very difficult job. So I'm like sweating it out, you know, and then we get done and she'd clap. <laughs> and Tony go, good night, everybody. And then I would pass out. So I did that for... I hosted a show like Good Day there, and then I did that Hoosier show for I think a year and a half, maybe two years. Okay. And it was funny because it was like it was like a game show for people that didn't have to know anything at all. So they would scratch off a ticket, and then they would show up. There's like six people, and then I would try to find you know I'd go pre-interview them and try to find something to you know write a little joke about whatever, and then then we would play this game, and they had a big board of one through sixteen. Okay. And they could pick a number. And then after, like, a round, you'd see who had won the most money. So behind the one would be a certain dollar amount. It was all, oh, okay. you know, something like that. So I would interview people like, Mary, how you doing? I'm fine. You know, it's like, okay, Mary, what number would you like? She goes, well, I was born on March 1st, and my husband uh, was born on June 3rd, so I'm going to go with 21. <laughs> and then Kat would go, <laughs> and I'd go, Chiching. great strategy, let's go. We turn around and see how much money, you know. And at the end of it, they could win a million dollars. Wow. It was crazy. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. They're doing it again now. Did anyone win a million dollars, though? Good Lord, yes. Like a lot of people. And and at one point, there was like 15 winners in a row. Oh, my God. And then they came to like Lottery Commission, bless their hearts, came to me and like, you know, too many people are winning. Really, dude? And I was like, I have nothing to do with this. What are the odds? Talk to Kat. She's not busy right now. Talk to her. She, but, uh, <laughs> she goes, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, so they, uh, I ended up moving out here, and then I think Mark Patrick's doing it again. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, it was, it was yeah, a lot so of there's fun. A, there's actual YouTube video on it. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, my oh, gosh. Man. Am, I, am I sweating? <laughs> trying to do math in my head? Who's your millionaire? Well, um, so tell me, what's your... Uh, 
to, so you can plug your, your stuff, uh, the website that you're on and also your Twitter feed? Uh, I am at TV Cody. That's my Twitter feed. Okay. And then uh, I guess gooddaysacramento.com. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Good Day Sacramento, that's the, the channel that you're on, yep. or the, the, the news show. And again, his, hash, his hashtag for the Flash Live tweet is uh, hashtag uh, Cody Flash Mob. Yes. I know, but definitely we're going to have to get in on that because we you watch should. Flash. We watch it religiously. It's oh, our please favorite do. show. It's so much fun. And it's amazing. Like, there's so many people doing it. And the conversations that are going on while we're watching That's the awesome. show, and then somebody will see an Easter egg that I didn't see, you know, oh, my God, oh my just God you got to see that. <laughs> Rewind it. <laughs> Do you have uh, anything that you want to plug on the podcast? Anything? No. No. I like This is you free advertising. Yeah. Uh, for, for the love of God, watch me on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly, I think podcasting is so great. I mean, when I sat down and started talking to you guys about this, it, to me, you can have an actual conversation with someone. Right. Absolutely. Whereas if I turn in a piece at work and it's over a minute and a half, they're like, whoa, that's a long. <laughs> Easy, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and then like this, we Pump just sat breaks. down and we had a great conversation, you know? And that's yeah, the thing absolutely. about podcasting. You guys can, you can get to the meat of stuff and you can talk to somebody. And, and I really am jealous of that. I Every time I start talking about doing a podcast... And I look at my schedule, and I'm like, there is no way I can fit another <laughs> project in. But I, I tried to do something for the 20th anniversary of the show. Oh, right, I did right like on. five or six podcasts for that. It was so much That's fun. That's awesome. I had the first director of Good Day Sacramento, 20 years on. He was so funny. Kevin Moline's his name. Very nice guy. And uh, at the end of it, I said, okay, let's pretend that the first episode of Good Day is wrapping up. How would you call that? And so he did. He did the whole thing. He's like, camera two, focus in on this. Nice. Okay. And the roll break. I don't know. It was so great. It was I, so great. But I love podcasting. I, I don't great. think you should be too jealous of podcasting because we don't get paid for any of this. Yeah, no, that's the problem. And we still have to iron our shirts. Yeah, you too. Yeah. <laughs> that's the problem. We no cream no cream candy for us. We're, we're I mean... We're we're negative in the hole, and we're actually still giving stuff away. <laughs> but I mean, that's what we love it though. It's so much fun. But look you how know. much fun you're having. But, I, you I know, know, you need to get. We got to figure out how to monetize this. And I'm sure you guys talk about this all advertising, the time. Advertising, yeah. It's just about getting as many subscribers as you can. Like our favorite podcasts are the, like the Nerdist, and mm-hmm. you know, and, and pretty much Kevin Smith stuff. And there's several podcasts out there that just. I mean, you know they're making bank because they're just so much, you know, advertising. Right, right. But, yeah, it's it's minimal. It's not, there's not many out there that make a ton of money. But once they but figure the they crack that, that code. you guys are doing that locally, and that's that's the part of the, yeah. the equation we got to figure out because a great local po- podcast like y'all's is like you guys are really talking to people in the community. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and in this nerd community, it's so great. I mean, like when I, this, this here every year, this Intergalactic Fest, this is, I guess, what, the fifth one they've done? I think so. And I, I yeah. come out every year, and it's like Thanksgiving. And I know everybody yeah. here. You know, that's I walk, that's oh, fun. Got and then Wizard World, same thing. You yeah. Know, I know everybody's dressed up, and, you know, I know everybody. It's just so much fun because it's such a great community that's into this stuff. Well, you know, we've been friends, best friends, since, like, uh, 2005. We actually met at a Star Wars convention mm. where everyone's like-minded because we just love Star Wars. But we've been having these conversations for years and it wasn't until just a few months ago we're like, let's start recording this. Like, what are we doing? So we actually still have conversations outside of the podcast that I'm like, damn it, I wish we recorded that. Because <laughs> some of it's hysterical, you know. Oh, 
But you're like, oh, dude, can you remember that on Thursday when we record? You know, yeah, of we don't. we've done that too when we watch a movie. When when a movie comes out, because we do this thing where we we go, we have a top ten list from the beginning of the season of the summer movies coming uh-huh. out. We watch the movie and we're like. Don't talk to each other yeah. until we get right, out of right, We just say yes or no to each other, and then we shut up mm-hmm. until we can record on a Thursday night. So, buddy of mine is the executive producer of First Take on ESPN. Oh, and wow. Here, like, uh, with uh, uh, Stephen A. Smith and Chip Bailey. Chip Bailey, yeah. And so he's, you know, he's in charge of the show. And I said, well, how do you guys do it? Because it's all about conversation. Right. And it's, it's that way. They're like, hey, let's... Uh, Let's let's not speak to each other. Like, you have an idea, I got an idea, and they start to talk, and he's like, "No, no, no, don't talk." You know, so you gotta, you gotta hold yeah, back, yeah, hold, hold back. back. Yeah, that that's happens to that, that happens to us a lot now, um, and it took us a while to kind of get. It was weird. It was we wanted just to record our conversations and that be the podcast, mm-hmm. but our first four or five episodes, it's not us. Oh, really? It's it's it. We're so polite. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're, so, we're so worried about what we're saying that it didn't sound like us because when we have normal conversations, like you're saying, just shit flies out of your mouth. Right, right, like, right. Just whatever. <laughs> and that wasn't us. And it, it took it took about five, like maybe episode six, five or seven six episodes, yeah. to try to really find our groove. And what's funny, when we say find our groove, it was like, be yourself. Yeah. And I mean, you, I mean you're on TV, you know, like it's oh, something that, when you first start. the hardest thing like a new reporter new anchor new weather whatever it is is they call it finding your voice right like who who are you you know and like it's you start off and you talk like this like a salesperson yeah. yeah. like you got to read the thing and then eventually <laughs> you figure out who you are you know? yeah you start talking like you yeah we, we kind of we want we almost want to preface our listeners like or anybody that we talk to to subscribe and say you can skip the first four episodes. <laughs> kind of, you know, they're long. Yeah, they're, the first, it's all about the first, Star Wars. Yeah, the There's first like episode three. was broken into three parts, uh-huh. and it was a, almost like a three-hour review of the Force Awakens. And one of my friends who posts a podcast for us is like, "You do realize you podcasted longer than the actual movie itself." <laughs> <laughs> JJ's right. like, "Boys, wrap it up. Wrap it up. <laughs> Come on." <laughs> Well, that's, that's a problem if you don't have a producer. Yeah. Nobody was saying, like, you guys <laughs> Rob, need to stop. You, need to stop. <laughs> you guys need to stop. The guy who's recording you guys is falling asleep. <laughs> well, our so, show is five and a half hours long during the week. Oh, really? It starts at 4.30 in the morning. I'm going to be on it tomorrow. But <laughs> I like to say the first hour, you can sleep through that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I get a lot better after that. Yeah. I, I, I know what you're saying. Now you yeah. can see you know, the coffee starting to kick in at 5.30. <laughs> So we're going to do what we call the big finish, what we do for all our uh, interviewers, okay. um, all of like three that we've done so far. Um, but, uh, okay, so your all-time favorite character from any genre. From any genre. Any genre. Favorite character has got, oh my God, that's such a hard question. That's a, t- that's a tough question. Mostly people like to do like what's recent. They, re- they know what's like recent. But um, Okay. Can I can I peek at the rest of them because I don't want to give this away. If that's is it favorite movie on there or anything no, like that? No, oh, no, okay. I don't know. All right. <laughs> Tim Robbins from Hudsucker Proxy. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, Ooh, that's Robbins, actually a really Hudsucker good Proxy. one. That's an interesting one. It's my favorite movie, and you know he's walking around with this piece of paper. It's got a circle on it, and he's just like showing it to people. He's all excited. And he goes, "It's for kids," you know. And I just love his like enthusiasm for, and it ends up being the Hulu, you know. And just like to me, I love that character. He, he you know, he kind of loses his faith for a bit, but he catches it at the end. I could watch that movie every day for okay. the rest of my life. So, well, 
So who would win in a fight, uh, Tim Robbins or uh, the dude from The Big Lebowski? Probably Tim Robbins because the dude would just eventually just give up. He'd just be like, "Oh man, why are you punching me, man?" Yeah, man. I get it. It's for kids. Got it, man. <laughs> Uh, so uh, I think I kind of already know the answer to this, but uh, I guess what else are you watching on TV right now besides the things that we talked about? You know, whether it's recorded on a, or on a DVR. Okay. Do you want Do you want the list? Sure. Are you sure? Uh, just are name you, a few of them. Are you yeah. positive? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, threesome. He's going to go. Alpha, he's going to go alphabetic like uh, John Travolta on <laughs> Phenomenon. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, I, I, like, I like getting these references. This is great. Uh, okay, so uh, it's called Threesome. It's on Hulu right now. It's a British sitcom. Uh, a guy and his girlfriend have a gay roommate, and they do some drugs. They're hanging out and everything. And they're, they're just like completely horrible people. I mean, they're fun people, but they're oh, terrible we gotta, humans. We gotta watch that. And they they get pregnant, and they don't know whose baby. <laughs> oh, no. It's fantastic. It is so funny. I'm writing that down. Really good. It's called Threesomes on Hulu. Uh, I would say, what else am I watching? Uh, I just got through watching eight episodes of Legend, uh, DC Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. Um, big, big Orphan Black fan. Oh, that's oh, a good show. Yeah. That's on Netflix. I, think, I have no idea like, how she has not won an Emmy every single I don't know year. either. Like all the Emmys. Yeah. She's, she's unbelievable. All the she's amazing. I, I really enjoy The Hundred. On uh, CW. That's one of my favorites. I yeah, like that a lot. Yeah, that's a good one. My fiance The loves person that... One. that makes those people ugly on that show. Like, if you see the cast out and about or on other interviews, it's the most beautiful people you've ever seen in your entire life, and somehow they ugly them up. I'm like, I feel like the makeup people on that show deserve some sort of award. But I think, that, I think that's the premise for the CW. Like, every, every show basically on the CW... You have to basically look like a supermodel in yeah, some form. Yeah. Except for me. I don't yeah. see that uh, also, Outlander. I love That's a Outlander. good one. Oh, I've God, only watched the first season of that. Oh, it's pretty good. So good. So good. What, what was that one that we watched on AMC? It was, it was, it's over now. It was a Badlands. F- Badlands. Have you seen that one? Badlands. It was good. That I was loved good that one. Yeah. I love that show. Back. Yeah, yeah. I hope back. so, because I, yeah. I loved it. it also, great. did you guys watch Lucifer on Fox? Yes. I, I dug that. I loved it. Really super good. I loved it. The way that, because the cop that he was working with, you know, and they, they never, the, I thought it was great because they, you know, he was Lucifer and he didn't pretend to be somebody else. He's like, no, I'm the devil. And uh, the cop that he was working with was the only person that he couldn't charm the pants off of. Right, like, right. Literally. But he would say the word detective like he was hungry huh. and she was a filet mignon. Like, That's right. Every time he goes, Detective. Like that? I was like, ooh, it's getting hot here. So good. I love no, it. That was a good show. That's a good show. Those are good. What other what other uh, what are the things that you do you have one other than like the flash where you're just like I have to watch it right now? Uh my must watch right now. Um I think Containment. Did you guys watch that? Oh, I haven't, no, I I haven't seen see that. that, but they advertise, every time I watch Fear of the Walking Dead, they're, they're uh, advertising yeah. that. It's pretty good. It's a limited run series, so I kind of like that it's going to yeah. end. Uh, and then Fear of the Walking Dead. That, that's been must-watch for me. Yeah. And I've actually enjoyed this season of Fear of the Walking Dead more than the I last have. season First season is really tough to watch. Yeah. 
But, but this season, season they're really kicking into gear. Yeah, it's yeah. great. There's some good stuff going yeah, on. I think floaters. The, you didn't is walk it the, floaters, man. I <laughs> know, uh, a plane crash, and now they're like people are just walking out of the beach. Oh, and so Pretty pretty cool good. imagery on that. But uh, is tonight's the season finale, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Oh, yeah, i got to watch that tonight. Game of Thrones? You watch Game of Thrones? Oh, of course. Yeah. That's... But I don't watch that on everybody else's schedule. Oh, okay. I watch that at neighbor Bonnie's schedule. <laughs> so my neighbor next door and her husband Jack are both retired. So she cooks. My wife's a vegetarian, so she'll make bacon. And uh. I sneak over there. We have some bacon. <laughs> I watch walking. Would you iron my shirts? Do you have any? Do you have any uh, cream candy over yeah, exactly. here? <laughs> Put over the fence. Um, so we watch that Game of Thrones together, and nice. so we always wait until it's you know their schedules and my schedules mesh and stuff, okay. which is hard. Stupid internet. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I know. Give me, give me a week. I know when something major happens on on Game of Thrones. Um, Don't go I, on the internet. Yeah. yeah. Well, spoilers for this if you haven't watched the Red Wedding episode. But <laughs> in in that 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 week that that episode aired, the Red Wedding episode on Game of Thrones. Spoilers. So, yeah. Spoilers. If you're going to spoil it, somebody somebody posted a picture and tagged. I'm not even friends with this person. Tagged my friend on Facebook so that I saw it on my wall, and I'm like. Uh, she wrote in there like something like, I-, "I didn't want to spoil it for any of your friends," and not realizing how Facebook works when you tag right. somebody in it, <laughs> and it showed up on my wall. I'm like, "Are you, are you kidding me? Are you serious right now?" Now the nice part about having insomnia, working at 1:30 in the morning, and being flat out exhausted every day is that people spoil stuff for me all the time, and I'm so tired I forget. <laughs> Listen, the worst thing that ever happened to me, I, I just got the Half-Blood Prince uh-huh. Harry Potter book, okay? And usually I'd get those books and I'd read them in a day because I didn't want to know any spoils or anything. I have the book. I'm reading it all day. My friend comes over. Actually, she knocks on the door. I open the door. She walks in. She's wearing a T-shirt that says Dumbledore dies on page 691. And I was like, what? I hate you. I was like on page 500 and something. I was so mad. I, and she did it on purpose. She thought it was funny. And I was furious. I put that book down for like two months, didn't read it. I, I just refused to read it for a while. That reminds me of that. Heart, it back up. just broke my heart. <laughs> yeah. It really did. Yeah. That reminds me of that Simpsons episode where Homer walks out of Empire Strikes Back. And he's <laughs> yes. like, I can't believe Darth Vader was Luke's father the whole time. And everyone in line's all, oh. <laughs> So when Star Wars Force Awakens you yeah. know, was at the theaters, of course, they send me out because I'm your resident nerd. You know, they were like, okay, send me out. So I'm out there. I'm all dressed up and stuff. And I'm at the IMAX theater. And we had a special deal. We had a contest, and we invited these people in. So we watched them go in, and then the guy that runs the place, uh, I can't remember his name. Ah, super nice guy. Were you there opening night? Yes. Oh, we were there. 7 o'clock Thursday? Yes. We were there? We were there. So we had the contest. They spent the night there. Doug Link, that's his name. Doug Doug Link, super nice guy. So he said, hey, we saved a couple seats for you and your photon." So you guys can watch it. You know, we're like, oh, my God, this is great. So they, they, we send the people in. They get to watch it, all, you know, and they save me a couple seats, and I'm sitting there, and then the producers get in my ear. I'm like, I'm like 30 seconds in, right? Hey, we need you to come out and do some uh, teasers. No! And you son of a... <laughs> so I'm like... You're always working, damn it. So I go out. And I'm doing my live shots, and they're like, you can come back. I was like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. No, I don't right. want to do yeah, like, get yeah, up yeah. every 10 minutes and ruin it for everybody. But my fear was, 
these people are coming out of the theater. They're going to be and ta- as you know, talking to you. There's people lined up, and everybody wanted to tell me how their experience was, and I wanted them to share. But I'm so no spoilers. Spo- spoiler centric. I'm like, no, I don't want to spoil it. You know. To, yeah. So how was it? It was great, right? And they're yeah. like, yeah, it's great. That part. His son walks out of the theater and says. And says something to the effect of like, I can't believe Ray's a Jedi. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> he did. He did. I'm like, he's shut up. He's a kid. He's oh. just like, oh my God, dad, I can't believe that Ray was Right a next Jedi. to the people oh. that are waiting in line. Right next to the people that are waiting like, in line. Oh, no. Like, Son, people get shanked for less than that. I'm like, <laughs> let's get out of here quick. People, he knows not what he says. Yeah. Yeah. He's a small child. If please. anybody, if I heard that online, oh my God. All, all, all mannerisms would have just went out the door, and you would have had to have run as fast as you possibly could. That's when you wish they had the flashy thing for Men in Black. This boob, it's gone. Right here. I'm gonna go watch Star Wars again, honey. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the the final question we have for you okay. is the top three movies of all time. Top three for movies. You. What's your top three for me personally? Yes. of all time. Yep. That's another difficult one. It always changes, I, I'd assume. But I can do this. I mean, I've already told you, Hudsucker Proxy is my favorite movie. Of there all you time. go, number one. Maybe you and I are the only people who have seen it. <laughs> when I say this, people oh, are I like, love that movie. It's a it's a terrible title, title, you know, but it is Coen Brothers film, so you know it's going to be entertaining. Absolutely, uh, absolute favorite is that one. Uh, I'd say second favorite would have to be original Star Wars. Original Star Wars. Oh, yes. I of seven. I don't. I see the whole numbering them. I'm confused about to this day. To me, that was episode one, but it right, was episode yeah. three. Or whatever, I agree. Or four, or whatever. Uh, and then I would say after that, uh, Fight Club. Oh, right on. Yeah. So here's it's something a really weird, good book too. Uh, is that? Oh, I've read the book. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've read all of Chuck's books. Uh, I also read a lot. <laughs> I get maybe three hours of sleep a night. Oh, One wow. day I'm just going to die. And you guys are like, oh yeah. <laughs> well, at least we slept. got to interview him. And, <laughs> yeah, we we recorded that guy. So I get. Really bad migraines, right? Really bad migraines. <coughs> Probably has something to do with me not sleeping. I don't know. But for some reason, Fight Club makes me feel better when I have a migraine. So when you have a migraine, like any kind of light or sound just feels like, uh, you know, like a, a railroad spike being driven through the side yeah. of your, your temple. It was just awful. So I put on something that I can loop, you know, something that I can, I've seen it so many times and stuff. And that movie is Fight Club. Yeah. And one day I'm going to meet Chuck, and I'm going to say, Chuck, thank you for helping with my migraines, <laughs> man. It's like, like one of the most violent yeah, films. It's so <laughs> weird that Thank you, Saving Private Ryan, for yeah. helping me out <laughs> through my nightmares. Yeah. It's so weird, but it's so true. I mean, it just it, for some reason, it helps me get through a migraine. I, just, I yeah. just pictured walking through, like, a CVS or Walgreens and then seeing, like, Excedrin, Tylenol, Fight Club. Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> extra strength Fight Club. Little extra Brad Pitt in there. Yeah. And some soap. So we have a we have a parting gift for you. Oh, you do. Oh, yeah. Excellent. So we we do these. Uh, we're obviously big nerds, and so are you. So we we do collecting, and and uh, we have a we have a one of a kind first edition, Chew approved action figure for you okay. from the Flash. So. <clears throat> It's a, it's a it's a king shark it's a king shark no it's a king shark uh, one of a kind <laughs> that is awesome 
<laughs> look at his little legs. I'm looking at the box right now. Like, I'm showing it to the microphone. That's right, right, right. So, <laughs> so we you like have to describe we, it yeah, to the audience. To, okay, so it, it some is, assembly required, I it's think. It's a rubber it's shark <laughs> with a, a little little crown, a pink crown, uh, and some arms and legs so I can assemble it myself. <laughs> That is fantastic. I will put this in a place of honor on my desk. Make awesome. sure you do, and don't leave it in your car because that crown is made out of wax. And it yeah, right. <laughs> we were talking to the panel in there. They asked me, "What's your favorite villain on the Flash?" I'm like, "King Shark." Hello, dude. I mean, when they showed that, I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Like Grog and King Shark. Yes. I couldn't believe. I thought never in my lifetime I'd ever see that. No. It was awesome. I can't no. wait to see go to Gorilla City. I can't oh. wait till they do that. Like eight year old Cody lost his mind. Thank you so much for this. This is amazing. Cody, thank you very, thank very you much. Thank you so much for oh, being on. Limited Time edition figure life. one of one what? it says on it. There's no there's no other one in existence. I guarantee. I seriously it. was not joking about leaving it in your car. That <laughs> that crown will melt. <laughs> so much fun. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. And, we and appreciate keep me it. Up, you know, when you guys got a cool podcast you're really proud of, oh, know, yeah. let me know, and I'll yeah, talk we'll about it on the TV. Oh, that'd be wonderful. Absolutely. I mean, definitely take the information when you when you go. And okay. Well, I have to do this again, too. I'm sure there's other stuff coming up. Absolutely, yeah. man. I'm your, guy. I'm your guy. This is fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. It was fun. Awesome. Thank you, Cody. Thank you, Cody, so much. <laughs>